The Side Piece A novel by J.M. Vela Narrated by Dr. Joe Vio Chapter 18 Chase breathed a sigh of relief, thinking that Marianne's old sorority sister failed to recognize him. He turned to Shonda, who was staring into the remnants of her rum and coke. He was overcome with mixed feelings. You all right? Shonda stirred the ice cubes around the tall glass with her straw. Yes, I guess I was expecting this. Not Valerie, but you know, what you said. She looked up and met his glance. I'll be fine. Chase came back around and took his seat across from her at the table. He motioned to the server, put two fingers up, signaling for her to bring a second round of drinks. Shonda smiled wryly. Good call. He reached across the table and grabbed her hand. You know, this is for the best, for me, for my family, but for you too. This whole thing isn't fair to you. His eyes watered. You deserve better. I, I want you to be happy, to get married, to have a family. She dropped her eyes back to the glass. Just not your family. Shonda took a deep breath and exhaled before continuing. Just tell me, are you making this decision out of obligation or love? I need to know in order to move on. He nodded. Both. I can't destroy my family. And Marianne and I have our issues, but honestly, you know, we have history. I can't imagine her out of my life. But me... I'm disposable. He frowned and gripped her other hand, holding both firmly. You're too good for me. You deserve a guy who can fully dedicate himself to you. I'm just not that guy. I have baggage. She looked up. This time her eyes were glossing over. But do you love her? Are you choosing her? He flushed and held her gaze. He struggled to answer. It has to be this way, Shonda. He pulled her hands away. So you use me. She dabbed her eyes with her cocktail napkin. Get out of here. I can't take you staring at me like that. I'm not going to forgive and forget if that's what you need to move on with your perfect life, Chase. You're not going to get that from me. He got up slowly and stood there, staring at her, overwhelmed with guilt. I was hoping you would understand. I, I love... Fuck off, Chase. Just leave. She hardened her stare. Leave. He stood there immobilized for several seconds, not sure what to do, then finally pushed in his chair and stepped back. I'll always be there for you, I promise. 
You will be the last person I call. I promise. She turned her chair so she was no longer facing him. She refused to let him see her cry. Goodbye, Chase. He shrugged and walked slowly through the lounge and out through the Ramada Inn lobby. His BMW was still parked where he left it in the queue for the valet. Chase was grateful for the opportunity for a quick departure. He pulled his hand up and the valet threw his keys at him with a gentle toss. He easily caught them, gave the valet a wave, and walked to his car. As he slipped into the tan leather seat, he glanced at his watch. It was 6.05 p.m. He'd be home in plenty of time for dinner with Marianne and the twins. Shonda sat quietly at the small table in the cocktail lounge. The new server brought her another rum and coke, giving Shonda a puzzled look. Will the gentleman be coming back for his drink? The gentleman is not. But leave the drink. I'm thirsty. The server placed both drinks in front of Shonda. Enjoy, ma'am. Shonda winced. She hated being called ma'am. It made her feel old and dowdy. She took a long sip from her second rum and coke, surveyed the crowd of strangers at the bar. She contemplated getting plastered enough to come on to one of the suits, just so she could lose herself for the night in a stranger's embrace. She took another long sip and felt the warmth of the alcohol radiate through her body, softening her inhibitions and dulling her pain just enough. She stood, and pulling her tight skirt down around her hips, started toward the bar. Valerie took advantage of the moment, having observed the entire scene between Shonda and Chase from a safe distance. She stepped out of the crowd and faced Shonda. That bastard dumped you, didn't he? Shonda shuddered at Valerie's unexpected reappearance and prying comment. She tried to feign a casual expression and offer a believable excuse, but Valerie continued before she could think of one. I couldn't hear from that far away, of course, but I'm really good at reading body language. Val smiled sympathetically. Look, I've been down that road myself. You're better off without him. Believe it or not, I know that guy. Well, I should say I used to know him. We almost dated in college. He was a self-centered prick then, and I'm sure he still is. He has two little kids, you know. Shonda swallowed, lowering her head. I know. I just thought... That's just it, sweetie. You didn't think. He's married. He has two little kids and a successful business. He's not going to risk everything for another woman. You know that, right? Shonda bit her lip. I just... He said he loved me. I'll tell you what Chase Howard loves. He loves having his cake and eating it, too. Believe me, he did you a favor by breaking this off. She put her plump arm around Shonda's shoulder and gave her a comforting squeeze. Let me introduce you to some quality guys who will appreciate a bright, attractive single gal who owns her own business. 
She pointed to a tall man at the bar wearing a tailored linen sport coat, bright purple tie, and Stetson hat over his sandy curls. The light linen fabric of his jacket complemented his rugged tan complexion. For example, take Sean over there. Now he's a catch. Recently divorced, no kids, the CEO of an oil distribution company. He noticed you the other night. He even asked me if I could introduce you. I told him you had a bow, but now... Well, honey, the best cure for a broken heart is a good roll in the hay. What do you say? I'll introduce you to Sean, and let's see if the sparks fly. Valerie ushered Shonda closer to the crowded bar. Shonda offered no resistance, allowing herself to be guided toward this handsome stranger. He was eyeing her appreciatively as they approached. Sean, this is my new friend, Shonda. <laughs> Seems that she's newly unencumbered and in need of some company. Sean grinned as he loosened his tie and tipped his hat. Happy to oblige, he replied in a deep, gravelly baritone. He reached out his hand. Shonda, that's a real nice name. He had a deep dimple in his chin that buried some of the dark stubble on his face. Don't you mind old Val. She's our unofficial den mother around here, always sticking her nose in where it don't belong, but she means well. She's a good soul. Valerie blushed, winked at the two of them, and quickly lost herself in the crowd, leaving them alone. Hi, Sean, Shonda whispered shyly. Can I buy you a drink? What are you drinking? Whatever you're having works for me. His eyes sparkled mischievously. He turned to the bartender. The lady would like a shot of Jack Daniels. Make mine a double. Shonda interjected, smiling coyly at the handsome stranger. Hmm. <laughs> Make that two double shots, Randy. As the bartender placed the shot glasses in front of them, Sean raised his glass in a toast. Here's to my lovely companion, Miss Shonda. Shonda raised her glass to her lips and downed the double shot of whiskey without coming up for air. Sean chuckled in admiration. <laughs> A girl after my own heart. Oh.